All right, welcome to a Mall Life Podcast. I'm Dave, and I'm excited to be here the, uh, during this here holiday season as we're just basically licking our wounds going into Christmas. Uh, and I'm here with my trusty sidekick. This is Don. Hey, and we are super excited today because uh, we've we've been able to reach out to some of the people that have uh, listened to our podcast and, and that we just love and enjoy uh, getting to get together with. And uh, this one is special to me because uh, she was pretty much my introduction into marketing as far as, uh, you know, how to teach a tenant not to put their sign out. And, uh, and, and I'll even say she used to call me the little David. Uh, and, and, uh, and she did introduce me to uh, the peppermint uh, syrup at Starbucks, which, is, oh, which was a wonderful blessing of my life. I'm not going to lie. So I've, I've continued to drink, it with, uh, drink a vanilla bean frappuccino with uh, peppermint <laughs> uh, syrup. Uh, two shots because she's a doubler uh, for me. But uh, let me introduce you to Jill. Jill, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here, you two. Well, we're excited. So, uh, obviously, you've been in the mall business for for a little while, and uh, and and now out of the mall business. You know, you've gone off to yep. new career opportunities, yes. but um, but a lot of shared experiences. And so, tell us a little bit. How did you get in the mall business, and how did you? Uh, you know, what what was kind of your path there? So, um, I went to Cal State Fullerton, and I got my degree in communications. And it's kind of like the news are like, oh, 1992 is going to be the worst year for college grads to get a job. So I went to my internship every office, every office, every week and said, what do you have? What do you have? What do you have? And, uh, my boss, my first boss that brought me into the shopping center industry was at Los Cerritos Center because she was a Cal State alum. And that's where I started. And I spent a glorious 26 years in marketing. Wow. So oh, just wow. right out, of, right out of the gates into, into the world of marketing. Yes. Well, and they were announcing a, the uh, $21 million renovation of Los Cerritos Center. So that was a big deal because it had asbestos and all, all the good things yeah. in life, you know. All the, all the things you like to enjoy when you're when you're digging into the walls and the mirrors and the, the floor mat. Right. <laughs> and, you know, when the contractor cuts skylights in the roof and then it rains and no one covers it and it's raining like <laughs> rain, stop, rain, stop. Because it was a, it's a 1.3 million square foot center, but it's single level. Yeah, it's it's huge. In fact, in yeah. fact, I was looking at the traffic recently. And I think uh, like nas- nationwide rankings. I think it's in. I think Los Reyes is in like the top ten or the top twenty for traffic volume to the site in in the, in the United States. It's 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 incredible as far as how much traffic and density is there even today, all these years later. But mm-hmm. you always love a contractor getting started. So yeah, how's that communications nightmare? Like oh, uh, please pardon our mess. I mean our rainstorm. I mean our mess. Please, <laughs> here's an umbrella for the next five feet, and then you'll close it, and then you'll open it again, continuing down this wing until you get to the food court. Yeah, what what amazed me was uh, well, first of all, asbestos brings up a whole. We haven't even touched on that oh, subject, yeah, but there, that. there's a lot of stuff there. I'll <laughs> write that down for later. But uh, it amazed me how many times these tenants brought in contractors from out of state to build their stores, and so these were people that would you know come in from you know four or five states away or halfway across the country. So they really didn't have anyone. They were hiring subs and they were trying to get people together. And I can remember a night where they had. Uh, they had left for Friday, and they weren't going to come back till Tuesday, and they had not secured the roof, and we had a torrential rainfall, and we're calling them, and, you know, they're five states away, and they said, well, what do you expect us to do? <laughs> I said, well, you're not going to like what I'm going to do, because whatever it costs, you're paying for it, and I mean, they just left holes on the roof and went away, and 
Uh, mm. Holes and roof and flat roofs are just, they go together well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. they really do. Yeah. And then you add all the scaffolding for asbestos abatement. And then we take out a supporting beam in one of the major courts. You know, that's a whole nother podcast, boys. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> on construction. Well, and we're in, and we're in this great week of, of uh, Christmas holiday. And, and, uh, and so I thought in all your years of marketing, you must have had lots of Santa experiences. And so is there anything that stands <laughs> out for you to share on the Santa experience? I mean, I mean, just this year, I mean, I haven't even shared the story, but I had a ping Santa. So it's just, you know, it's just all kinds of fun this year. But, but uh, you know, I'd love to know, Jill, what you've got going on, you know? Okay. So one of the challenges um, as a marketing person is – Santa arrivals used to be the thing, right? That was something that a lot of the developers wanted. They wanted a grand entrance. So I brought Santa in on a hot air balloon. And then one year I was working at a center that had a perceived crime rate. So I brought him on on a sled of dogs, but the guy didn't tell me that the sled didn't have wheels. So it was actually a sled. So it was a sled on concrete. So the dogs are like, <laughs> right? And then was the swat magic balloons releasing snow and they popped and the Santa goes, I've been shot. I've been shot. So the security director scoops him up to God knows where. And like all the little kids are there to have milk and cookies with Santa, but Santa is nowhere to be found. I was like, you've got to be kidding. Mm. <laughs> oh, and I can't, and I, and I can't find Santa. And they, they're like rushing away like Ronald Reagan. <laughs> like, right, right, exactly. Like in, security was his secret service. Well, you should have brought him in on a SWAT truck. See, that would have just set the tone then for that whole thing if you're going to take shots I know. Out. You know, hindsight being twenty twenty, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And outfitted everybody with like a bulletproof vest. Yeah, yeah. 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 A little Pope Mobile. Yeah, you know, an elf. Elsewhere <laughs> yeah. with Kevlar. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sure you saw on the t- on the uh, I saw on the news the other day where they brought Santa in on a helicopter and then he repelled. They let him off on a roof and then they he repelled down. And I was so disappointed it went without incident. Oh, I, actually, I thought for worked. sure, yeah. yeah, that there'd be something we could talk well, there's about. A, but there's a great it video. Worked. In fact, your daughter sent me this great video uh, about about the Santa that they like bring him in on the catwalk up on the top of the second story. Oh, and like you see, it, it's like the maintenance guy, you know, and yeah. in, in, in the suit, like doesn't even have the fat suit on. It just has the suit Like gets in there and he gets all strapped up and he starts lowering himself down. And about halfway down, the fake beard gets caught in the shackle <laughs> on the oh, on the thing. So he's going down, the beard's going up and then he gets stuck. So he's hanging there. And it's like, Please don't fall. Please don't fall. Please don't fall. And eventually he loses the beard on his way down, drops behind the pipe and drape, and the real Santa comes out. But it was just like, oh, if, if, oh, it just was yeah. like, and it's just like four minutes of you just sitting there going like, this is going to end bad. This is going to end yeah. bad. Like, right, because it's always <laughs> that split second. Yeah. Of, and there are ruthless people out there that will blame you for emotionally scarring their children for a bad Santa's arrival. You, I've had it happen to me. You know, on the bright side back then, there weren't nearly as many video cameras running. Oh, it's, God, I, thank I mean, God, if right? You, if you think about goodness. if I go back to 40 years ago in my career, I'm thankful there weren't any. But yeah. I, I also remember before there were all these cell phones, when there was an incident, people would step in to help. Now they just step in to film. Yeah. So, you know, rather than separate people, or and, and I know there's that whole thing about how involved do you want to get, but there's just some times where if someone just stepped in and calmed them down, you could... But now they don't go. They, no, no, they, no one goes. They, it's all. I'm going to film this and post. That's post right. It and, and, yeah. and if I can egg it on a little bit more, that makes it a yeah, little bit a better little bit, too. Yeah. So yeah, become part and, of it. 
when I was at chapel, I had that happen to me. And we can talk about that later if you'd like. Oh, yeah, go but for it. instead of calling the mall, they posted it. It went viral. You know how there's like a typical news news cycle is 24 hours? This one went for a week and a half. A week and a half? Yeah. Wow. What was that story? What, go ahead. What was so, that? The challenge of having puppies, of uh, pet stores in the mall. Oh, yeah. Puppy right? stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it's illegal yeah. in some states, but Colorado still allows it. And the pet stores we had in our malls here were, they were great. And so. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing good things. They're, they're, they're buying the dogs from legit breeders. In the, yeah, and you and, can and, see the and breeders. all verified. And like, yeah, yeah I, I love them. I mean, we got a couple in the Valley in Phoenix, and I know the ones in Colorado, really good, upstanding citizens. They're doing right and love the magic of giving someone a puppy and getting that. Right, going. right, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that's how they treat yeah, it. Yeah. But some of the kennels are higher up. So a handler was trading puppies out, and the one puppy was trying to get out. And so she, she shoved the puppy. It didn't get hurt, but somebody posted it on their Snapchat, went home. I called the um, pet store owner and I said, okay, oh my goodness, this is on the news. We have to get in front of this. And he said, well, I'll get back to you tomorrow morning. <laughs> so 12 hours later, 12 hours later, oh no. Um, I was fielding calls about the pet store hurting the dog. So the lady got dismissed. They took both of the puppies to the vet. And the story switched from the puppies being okay to the pet stores getting store getting dogs from puppy mills. Mm. Oh. I got the store got death threats. The mall website got death like <laughs> death threats. I had some lady from Maine tell me what a horrible person I was. And I was just like, oh <laughs> my goodness. And this went on for like a week. And it hits so many, so many new oh, services. Man. I mean, come on, in Maine. We uh, so yeah, just reaching out, to, reaching out to you from there. I mean, that that's a long, that's a long distance insult. <laughs> the, yes, I lived in a city for quite a while that had a very low crime rate, and uh, they had someone shoot a dog. A neighbor in a dispute shot and killed a dog, and the police chief was telling me they got more calls and complaints about that then the murder a few years earlier where a person had killed his partner and buried him in the sandbox in the in the backyard no one called him about that but you, you shoot a dog <laughs> there's going to be there's going to be heck to pay <laughs> so there's, no, that's right. i will tell you we had protest groups that were set to fly out from california and protest in the mall against the puppy mill dogs right oh, but how it turned so take all the bad stuff away there was a gentleman who saw it on the news. He actually went to the pet store and adopted one of those puppies. And the news came out and talked about how the puppies are okay and how they're, I know it's not an adoption when you buy it from a store, right. but yeah. I like to call it that. It's marketing. Yeah. It's about no. angles. Yeah, it's all about, it's all about perspective. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's true. You know, and, but, but then you at least got a, a positive spin on it towards the end, exactly. which is good. And not that, as much. Not as much feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not as much interaction. We didn't get as many likes on that post. <laughs> you know, when you were talking about how they went right to the media with it, they or they posted it and the media picked it up years and years ago. I mean, this had to be 20-plus years ago. We had a kiosk in the mall. This is when Internet was still sort of new, and 
that you could buy certain things on the kiosk. So you went in, you type stuff, and if it came up, and um, I'm at a, I'm, I'm out that night with my wife. We get a phone call from the office saying the news is here, and I said, "What's wrong?" And someone had gone up and somehow was able to access porn through that <laughs> through that thing in the middle of the mall. And they were supposed, you know, they assured us there's all these filters, nothing will happen, you can't get there. So we shut it down that night on the news. They were interviewing people going into the mall and said, are you surprised that you can watch porn in the middle of the mall? They, yes, we are. And said, what do you think about it? We don't like it, you know. And, I mean, granted, it, it was horrible. It shouldn't have happened. So the next day we met with them, and, you know, they went through and checked everything. They changed everything. They said, it's fine. And I said, well, we're going to have another one to talk about this. So while they're standing there and the cameras are running, I think I typed in uh, – x-rated or something because i was sure nothing would come up and it started oh it started pulling up oh used no. movies on oh and no. i just pulled the plug on the thing and we took it out of the mall after that it was like but oh. what what a leading question are yeah. are you okay if your children see porn in them uh no not really you no, know who, who yeah. would say yes to this yeah, that's, right. that's right you have my name you know, spelled on the table on yeah. the tv i i worked at a mall that had a it attracted just bad things. <laughs> was it, it was a bad luck mall. It was a bad luck mall. Is that what it was? Yeah, it kind of was. And, you know, when you're dealing with reporters, since you brought it up, Don, sometimes it's just challenging because they always want to get, if you're in a, like, you're not a top 25 market, they always want to do the hard news angle to, to get ahead, right? A lot of times, not the warm fuzzies. So when something bad happens at a mall, they want to basically kind of exploit it and try to catch you off guard. I had one where we had a shooting in a mall on December 18th and the reporter came in and she said, so tell me about all the tragic things that have been happening at this mall. And I said, well, I'm not quite sure what you're speaking of, but could you be more specific? Cause I wasn't going to be like, Oh yeah. And so she went into a few things. She legitly asked me the same question 11 times in a different capacity. <laughs> 11 times. And she said, so the last time she said, she goes, this is a yes or no question. Are you or are you not increasing security levels? And I said, well, like I've mentioned before, if we talk about that, it compromises our public safety efforts. You know, we work with CSPD to like make sure traffic patterns that were adequately staffed and random acts happen, you know. She got so mad. <laughs> she like ripped my microphone off. Stop talking. Stop talking. Because she's like, well, what else can you tell me about the mall? I'm like, well, Santa's here. The food court's filling up. There's holiday cheer everywhere. <laughs> yeah, ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, it's, it's the thing. I hope you get a lump of coal in your stocking. <laughs> it's the thing they teach you. You can always answer any question with the answer you had prepared, not necessarily the answer to the question asked. And so just, just you, the, you, had you could do Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, I just kept referring, as I previously said, right. four times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I've already mentioned. Yes. Thank you. You, well, you, you know, the, the problem is, though, is, is sometimes malls get a bad rap. There's a perception of problems, and there really isn't. And, and uh, some yeah. of the malls I had back east, there were perceptions that there were there were a lot of crimes. And uh, the number one mall in the area actually had more incidents and more serious incidents than we did. But the perception was we had problems. And that's harder to deal with than reality, because reality, you can address them and you can take steps. 
But when it's a perception problem, what do you do? I mean, you know, yeah. it, it's it's people have formed opinions ahead of time based on the you know where the mall is located or maybe some of the clientele, and uh, it's it's just maddening when you're in that position. Yeah, it totally. It's true. Totally. It, it is. But you know, then then there's always the upside stories of holiday. You know, we talk about some of the the. <laughs> You know, let's be honest, we have the most amount of people in our malls in the holiday season and people are people and life just happens, right? Yeah. And particularly, it seems to happen around Santa during the holidays. Never forget, I used to, instead of saying Santa's taking breaks, I used to always put Santa's out feeding his reindeer, right? Ooh, I, like I, I, thought, I like that. I, I should use that. That's a good idea. Well, yeah. until you meet this one woman who approached me and she said, my children and I would like to go see Santa feeding his reindeer. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's, I'm sorry, that's not possible. And she said, why? And I pulled her aside away from her children. And I said, that's just a nice way to say he's on a break. She goes, well, you know what? And I said, no. She goes, that is false advertising. And you have <laughs> ruined my children's experience with Santa. And I was like, because they can't see him feeding a fake animal? I don't know. I got a stuffed animal in my office. Would it come watch me stick corn in its mouth? <laughs> I was just like, um, okay, you just can't win sometimes, right? Well, well obviously, <laughs> this is before social media got the big start because you'd have been roasted on yeah, social media with they're lying there are no reindeer yeah. for the santa this? This mall. That's right. he's feeding the reindeer and i can't watch okay. but you hear all those horrible stories about people who have santa arrive with caribou and oh, like yeah. caribou are mean and they'll Vicious. like bite santa and then all of a sudden what's that story santa's got rabies from the caribou <laughs> exactly. exactly there's only been six cases of rabies this year and one of them is santa <laughs> it's like oh, great you know like, like, it's like oh that'd be awful well and and they're just dirty they're just they're mean dirty animals like they, 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 they i mean they're animals there's there's yeah. like yeah yeah i'd rather i'd rather have like you know the the twelve Great Danes than I would <laughs> rain. Give me, exactly, give me twelve right? Great Danes <laughs> like, versus one reindeer. I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. But no, that was funny. And then I will tell you another one we had. We um, when I worked at a shopping center, we had NORAD track Santa, right? So because oh, I'm in yeah. Colorado Springs, we were able to yeah. have NORAD here. Sweet. So we one year we did an international dance party, and um, so we had you know, Irish dancers and things like that. And Santa get out there and shake his booty. Well, what's really cool is the Hooters girls showed up and <laughs> despite what everyone thinks it is a family restaurant, right? Well, and, 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 and at that particular mall, it's actually at your mall. So they, they're yes. legitimately on site. So they, yeah. they didn't like show up like the bikini crew. Um, <laughs> they, they were there. Only and... happened once. Only happened once. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do it a second time. <laughs> but but um, they showed up, and I was like, oh, my goodness. This is going to go one of two ways. <laughs> this is going to be the and single And luckily, it went the positive way. Like, people were taking pictures with Santa and the Hooter girls and their babies in the same picture. I was like, okay. That's, that's okay. awesome. Okay, Yeah, well, well, and then you didn't have to hire any elves for that day because you had, you had, <laughs> you had some special right? elves. Well, you know? and then, but I will tell you, I had a Santa. We had it in the food court originally, and then we moved it down to another court area, which happened to be near Hooters. And so I went down to the set, and he wasn't there. And I was like, huh. And I walked by Hooters, and I'm like, oh, 
my God. Like <laughs> he's in there talking to the girls. And I was like, all I need is for someone to have photos of Santa <laughs> in Hooters. Like the Santa's drunk. He's drinking beer at the bar with the Hooters girls. And I was like, okay, Santa. You're gonna have to restrict your visits to when you're not in costume. Look! Look what Santa wants for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's Mrs. Claus, uh, Capitan? Yeah. She's still at the North I'm Pole. I'm not gonna right say there. anything, but that Santa may or may not have given me whiskey that year. <laughs> well, either you gave he gave it to you, or you uh, you used it. Either way, I don't know which one. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I used to always laugh in the first couple Christmases that you and I worked together. Because you would just, every once in a while, you'd like put your hands together and you'd put it up to your nose and you'd be like, peppermint schnapps. <laughs> 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 like, like oh, I just need some peppermint schnapps. <laughs> and I was like, and I being a young, naive one, you know, I was like, what's peppermint schnapps? So there you go. But then I learned a lesson. So it was all good things. But <laughs> that's that's why we call you, that's why we called you little David Moss yeah, for a that's while. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what you did. You know, oh, I smell your peppy breath today. You're a little green. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So I will tell you the one holiday season that I definitely needed that was it was a year that I came in late. There was a transition and the the Santa staff and we know that we like the Santa staff to be reflective of customers, right? The customer base in the mall. And so I met the Santa staff and I was like, oh my God, the Santa set manager had no teeth. <laughs> okay. She had no teeth. And I was like, um, okay, so I called Becky Norman at the time. I mean, if you've been in the mall business, you know who Becky Norman is. And I was like, Becky, I don't even know a nice way to say this. So I'm just going to ask you straight out. And this is a voicemail. I said, does Molly have holiday teeth that she puts in? Like, does she have special occasion teeth that maybe she didn't wear for a meeting? <laughs> So that became the running joke of that season. Do you have your holiday teeth in? <laughs> <laughs> That's, I can't imagine listening to the voicemail. Like, yeah, you know that gal we met? Yeah, that, uh, does she have special teeth? Uh, she, <laughs> she called me back. She goes, in all my years of working in the industry, <laughs> I've never had anyone leave a voicemail like that. <laughs> oh, well, I had, I, had a, I had a GM here in here that I used to work with it. And she's like, she's like, and it was about security officers, but like her thing about security officers was like, look, my first rule is you have to have teeth. That was, that's the rule. Like when you, you to, <laughs> when you smile, I need to see some denture teeth. I need to see teeth. That's, you know, if you don't have teeth, like you're missing your front four, it's cool. I'm probably a great guy, but like, we probably don't need you interacting with the customers. Like maybe the night shift well, overnight, you know, kind of thing. And, and just as they went through the season, like, you know, you need, there's certain things. The Santa set is magical from the time you step on the stage and you see him and you leave. It's an experience, right? I looked down at the Santa set from the upper level and the young woman who was operating the can camera had a cinder block as her stool. Like this is before the set opened. And I was like, oh my God, her car's probably not on blocks in front of her house. I'm going to need to get her a stool. Or did you just paint the block red? I mean, there's there's no, several ways gotta, you could have no, done that. No, I got a step stool. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> it, is... was a, 
It was a cinder block, something it, I'd never seen before. It is funny when you bring that because uh, how many of us have seen really strange fan configurations to try to keep oh, Santa from? Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're discreet, they're off to the side, and other times they're just full on. You know, his hair's blowing in the wind because it's so warm where they're where yeah. they're at. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I remember the one in um, that Jill and I worked at together. Uh, you know, that mall had, I mean, it was, I think, when, what did I count? 88 skylights in the center court? Like, they're all yes, like little, something like that. they're like all pyramids. And, you know, so it's, it's like, it's something ridiculous. Might even be more. I think it was 88 lights and 120 of them or something. Anyway, so the sun goes, you know, right over it. And it's, and it's bright, clear sun at a high altitude. So uh, it's roasty. Um, but, but I remember that one just, it would just, it would just bake whatever we, we had in the center court. It was just, cook it and i think that santa said actually had a fan that was built into like a present box so like well there's there's ways there's ways to do it yeah but usually well and you know what the ones where they do it right you don't notice them it's the ones where it's like really that's where you put that i'll I'll confess i'm not doing it very well right now it's a black fan in the middle of the park in the middle of the carpet oh it's right there there you go there's the fan i'm gonna go look and get a picture you've been posting pictures i thought i taught you better than that you 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 did i'm i'm slacking i'm slacking this year hey can i digress a little bit about the peppermint peppermint schnapps yeah i'm not i'm not a drinker i'm i'm uh when i first started working at the bank in the early 70s uh, i worked as an interbank correspondence coordinator which meant i worked in the mailroom (laughs) and i was promised uh i was making 325 a month and i was promised a 25 dollar raise in 90 days and my 90 days had passed and i hadn't had my raise and that same day the person who hired me called and ask who was making the afternoon runs to the bank, and I'll make this shorter, but it was someone else. He said, I want you to do it. I want you to go get me a box of cigars, this week's TV guide, last week's TV guide, and or t- TV weekly, whatever the old thing used to be, and two bottles of Hazel Witch, Witch, Witch Hazel. And I said, Mr. Finch, I'm only, oh, I didn't mean to say his name, but anyway, Mr. Finch, I said, I'm, I'm only 17. He said, what do you think witch hazel is? Well, I didn't know what it was. And I didn't, he said, I'm in the hospital. I want you to bring it to the hospital. So I had to actually go borrow the money from the auditor at the bank because I didn't even have enough money to buy this. She explained to me I could buy witch hazel even at 17. And so I got those things. I go up there. I go into his his, uh, hospital room. He's not there. I set the stuff on the counter. And I turn to leave, and I hear him holler from the bathroom. And why this uh, hospital back in the 70s had a bathtub in there, I will never know. But he goes, is that you, Pot? He said, come in here. So I walk in. He's in the bathtub, buck naked, soaking. And uh, I now know which hazel was used to, with hemorrhoids. And he was, he was trying to get relief from his hemorrhoids. So I'm standing there holding his bag including the two bottles of witch hazel. And the first thing I said is, Mr. Finch, I didn't get my raise. And he said, you'll get your blank money. Just give me the witch hazel. And so when he retired, that was one of two stories he told about they knew I was going to be a problem because I was holding him. If I'd known what he needed it for, I'd probably try to go for 50 bucks. But you, you don't know what you don't know you don't when know you're young. You don't know at that and point in life. Peppermint Schwab's, I wouldn't have known what that was yeah, either. Yeah, so Yeah, no, totally. Totally. It's all good. Sometimes the job would make you want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Holidays, special events. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Days that in a Y. But Exactly. You know yeah, what? I always hate it. Friday, we need a drink. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, speaking of Black Friday, we just passed this one most recently before the Christmas season. Any uh, any past uh, Black Friday experiences? Oh yeah. Do you remember Rockin' Shop and Eve? Oh yeah, I remember that. Uh-huh. Yeah. The- so yeah, was, so- I was a regional project manager, and I had to go to a mall in Iowa to do that. So let's let's exp- let's, found- let's, let's explain that. So Rockin' Shop and Eve was like a global program that we would roll out and go yep. mall to mall to mall, and so there was probably like eight or ten setups, or, or I guess maybe they even set it up at all malls, the same thing. So it's like a big production sent out from a centralized location, a little bit of customization at each mall, but you could set it up in every different court configuration, and then you could launch the event, right? So, okay, so that's the setup. So you had, you know, but... Some... So it was at, at midnight on Black Friday, the mall opened, and there were 3,000 people in line in freezing cold, in Iowa, so that, which, meant, which means like that was half the town. So I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding, Iowa. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, and so there was a scantily clothed young lady there, and we had strobe lights, and she went into a seizure. So we had to call medical to come get her, right, and take care of her. Um, I had guy, I had DJs and playing music and running through the crowd with bullhorns and handing out stuff. And we opened the doors and it was like just people running and screaming and it was as horrible as it sounds. And I was like, oh my goodness, may I never have to do another rock and shop and Eve. Cause like half the stores are closed. People just get angry. Like you would think the holidays welcome like a happy time of the year. It's a giving time of the year. No, no, no. Not, not, not at midnight on Black Friday. It's about me, no. me, me, and me. Like and and people were just. It was just not. And I, I, when I just remember, and that particular position after all the, um, you know, the reorganizations didn't lasted for a year. But I never. They never did fucking shop and Eve again. And I was not sad. Yeah, you you were okay with an evolution. We'll call it the evolution of the marketing event yes. for Black Friday. Yeah, it happened, yeah. and then it didn't. <laughs> well, and I remember a neighboring a neighboring center back when we used to open in at midnight. I remember there was that outlet center that was by us up up north towards. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so they they I remember they would open like it was like a special thing. They would open like at nine o'clock on Thanksgiving night, and I remember. Mm-hmm. Like they would back up the freeway in both directions, trying to get off to get to the because it really became a special Thanksgiving night event where you could go there with your family after you know your drunk uncle's asleep and all the kids go to sleep and you're done with games, you're staring at each other, you could go shop for shoes, and it was really a cool, a cool thing. And and that, but again, it's an, always an evolution, right? They were fr- front runners on that side, and then as we did midnight, and then the next, you know, within five or ten years, everyone's doing six or seven o'clock at night on Thanksgiving, and it kind of ruins. The, the right. specialty of and it, yeah. Do you remember when Black Friday was just an industry term? Like yeah. it was, it was solely a shopping center term. It wasn't yeah. when when early was, was we opened at eight instead of ten. Mm. <laughs> that was that was yeah. that was early. You know, <laughs> I will not forget the year that we decided that it just wasn't worth opening at five or six a.m. That we decided to open at seven, and I thought the retailers would be happy. I have never been verbally accosted <laughs> at 7 a.m. <laughs> like I was that Black Friday. <laughs> and I was like, um, okay, so 
if you want coffee and, and donuts, I'll be in the food court if you'd like to come and berate me some more. <laughs> oh, see, we delivered them to the yeah, store. So, yeah. So I, I, Boy. Was, no, we you're... delivered them at 5 a.m. Oh. But because we were opening at 7, we felt like they could just come to the food court and be greeted by our lovely faces and smiling faces. Oh, yeah. But that is not what happened. No, <laughs> no, greet, no, no nice, wonderful face greetings. It was just, you were, you were nice. They weren't. Yeah. You, you know, I do hope we're able to get some retailers on here that talk about those. You know, it, it, we, we know it from our side, and we know some stories that have been told to us by the people that, uh, you know, it, it's funny, but uh, people would, would fight that sometimes uh, you know the for some reason the chiropractor didn't really want to open at yeah. uh, midnight and so you know he gave the exceptions but I'll rem- I remember one day I forget what time we were opening but someone came in and I don't know if they were going to Hickory Farms or to a nut place but whichever one they were going to was closed and so they came to guest services to ask when they'd be open and I said don't know I said what are you looking for and they were looking to buy like a hundred gifts to send out to people and so whichever one wasn't open, the other one was, I took them over and they got like a $12,000 order from, from and wow. I, I couldn't wait till the other one came in and said, just so you know, they came in looking for you this morning and I walked them right to your competition. <laughs> they had a great day. So yeah, uh, sorry, Harry and David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I know it wasn't Harry and David, but, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just like, you never know who's going to be there and you never know why they're there. And uh, it's like the old story about the person walking into the car dealership and they think he doesn't have money or she doesn't have money to do it. And they, they pay cash for the car. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to tell why people are in there and what they're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, one of the things that's hard to do during the holidays is to recognize like the good and the bad stories. But we like to tell the funny stories. So I'm going to tell I'm going to say this word and I want to see what you guys think when I say it. RC helicopters. Oh. i I got the only thing i think of that is sprinkler head that's what i think (laughs) i I think of 300 returns on the day after christmas and including the kid who comes in with the stitches in his lip because he didn't hold it far enough away and he might have been seven and i think there was an age of 12 on it and it's like yeah your arm reach has to your has to be longer than the than the helicopter is when you do that yeah so they were security's nightmare right because they're only supposed supposed to fly a certain area i remember that ggp used to make them tie like a leash to it or something so it yep, would only so go it so, fly high. so far yeah 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 yep. but i remember when i worked at the mall in colorado springs that you and i worked at together david that rc helicopters did not open the day after thanksgiving mm-hmm. and that's when we started taking like security deposits and everything oh yeah i went to my guest services and there were like eight people who were just so mad right they're yelling at guest services that was boxing day. that was the day after christmas but, that was boxing day day after christmas and they yeah. did yeah and they just no showed yeah oh yeah yeah they, yeah, they no showed yeah, they and were, they like they were, shut their whole cart yeah, down were, and there was nothing people, on it people were peeved i think I, yes. rem- I think i remember that one in fact they they left so quickly they left an entire locker full of them in the storage area. Like I think yes. I'm pretty sure they like yeah. they like threw the keys of the desk like, yeah, it's empty and they left. I swear they had like fifty of them in there. Well that's like, yeah, we're gone. Yeah, we don't know. We we're out. That <laughs> was that was enough to replace the the broken ones the first day. Yeah, the, the first, first day. The first and then day. after that. Yeah. yeah. But l- here's the real question. Did you do a deal with them again the next year? 
I think they did. Yeah, I was gonna say probably. I think we did. Same too. operator, probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, come yeah. on back. It was great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that one, I went down to customer service, right? And everyone's this one lady. Rawr! So I I walk them all to the the office. Like I'm I'm treating it like a Disneyland. Like okay, everyone, while we're walking, we're walking. <laughs> Keep your hands inside the boat. Okay, we're going. I had brownies that some vendor had sent me, like a bunch of brownies. So they're sitting in the office. I'm like, hey, who wants a brownie? So I'm giving them brownies. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to bring my accountant in here to explain to you why we need your social security number. Because <laughs> we were, we were going to send reimbursement checks to everybody, right? And then that was when we didn't have gift cards anymore. So the one guy's like, yeah, why don't we get gift cards? And everyone's like, I'm bored. Why don't we get a gift card? Yeah, that would work. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get my accountant in here to explain why we don't have gift we, cards We also anymore. don't have gift cards. Yes. We're, we're actually in between systems at the moment. So the printed ones no longer work and the new ones aren't until <laughs> next year. So uh, good luck. You know, yeah. you, you know, most of those tenants are 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 uh, good retailers. and, yeah, and you and, and but But I mean – after a while, you sort of get a feel for which ones are going to be wrong. I, I kept wanting to write something into leases, which I could never get legal to, to agree with me, is that when someone was in default or we were in the process of fall, throwing them out, that we could post a sign that just warns people. It's like, you know, just so you know, we think we're going to have these people out here in the next 30 days. So, you know, buy at your own risk. I just thought it would be a wonderful negotiation tool to get them to come current on their rent and stuff. But, you know, it never, never yeah, no, worked. No one, no one liked the quiet enjoyment infringement. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you're not, I, if you're not paying I your rent. I like that idea. Yeah. It, uh, you know, we, we've gone through so many gyrations of leases over the years. And, you know, it just would have been like two lines. You could have yeah. snuck it right in there. Just put it in the afterthoughts. It could have been one of those asterisk lines. Yeah. 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 Just just one of the afterthoughts. You know, like you report your sales, and if you don't pay your rent time, we'll do <laughs> Yeah, we're going to put a sign out front that says you're a deadbeat. Yeah. And, yeah. and we'll, well, we'll give the case number where we filed against you so they know <laughs> they're buying at their own risk. Buyer beware. Well, there was a, there was a stake concept at, at, one, at the mall in Colorado that I worked with Jill and, and – uh, and I remember it changed hands or something, and the new owners ran for a couple of years. And then, like, at the end of it, like, we ended up going full of the sheriff. You know, like, the sheriff was coming on Wednesday at 6. And so I had to go post, you know, the we are going to evict them tomorrow at, at 8 a.m., you know. And so you go out there and put it on there. And usually most people just – it's like you put it up and someone – you take your picture and then someone rips it down and it goes on. Well, they didn't notice it for, like, half the day. So, like – they went through the whole lunch rush with that whole thing up there right by the right by the register, and then the, and then they then they realized it took it down, and then the next day the sheriff did actually show up like we had promised, and they left it. And I've never been. Oh, I'll take you back. It's probably my third worst clean out of my life because as soon as the the sheriff walked him out and got it, and we got possession, I went in there, and it's just like two walk-ins and like all this the griddle and all this stuff, and it's just like oh oh my word. I think it was like two of those big large whales, and we just. Build it up and push it out. I'm like, I'm glad I wore my bad shoes today. You know, <laughs> we had a, a, a tenant who had a couple stores, and, and we got them thrown out of ours. They still owed us money, and we got a court order. And on a Saturday uh, with the sheriff, they went into their other store and emptied the register. And the uh, only time ever ever did that, I was at the other mall upstairs watching because I just took – uh, probably an inappropriate amount of joy in watching this happen, <laughs> but they walk in, the sheriff walks in and goes back, presents the offer, off, uh, 
the uh, employees the thing and just clears all the cash out of the register. And we could have done that again till we got to our money, but they quit putting money in the register once oh. once they got they got wise. wise it was right? like, yeah, we're going to keep that yeah, register we, real low. We no longer have money in this register. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, oh, it, it another sign. It was a good day. It was. I mean, it was fun watching that, it. That would it, actually been a really fun yeah. experience to sit there and watch someone else's money get taken that yeah. they're going to give to you. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's like being a bully in seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> and and having the police do it and for you. Do it for yeah. you. Yeah. Bully, go get me my lunch <laughs> yeah, money. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know, we are fortunate to have all kinds of fantastic, wonderful things happen at our shopping center. And people, when you tell them, they're like, did that really happen? And you're like, yeah, I'm clever, but I cannot make this up. Like the guy who decided to strip down and go naked in the fountain. <laughs> all right, tell, or, that, tell that one, because until you just said it, I had totally forgotten it blanked it out. Like, it's gone, so. Right, or or the fact that at the, the mall we worked at together on the code of conduct on the like when you walk in it says no boating or fishing, <laughs> yeah, and people yeah. are like, because you got a big you got a big fountain in the middle. <laughs> like, well, people were like, why is that up there? Because people would actually buy a kayak or a canoe at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yes, walk it down to center court and put it in the fountain. And try to maneuver their way with the kayak or the canoe. Well, and in, in fairness, it was a big enough low tilt fountain that you that didn't have a lot of you know pomp and circumstance. You know, it was pretty much just water with the trickle off the wall. And so, in theory, you could get a full kayak in there and, and make a couple of good paddles. I mean, yeah, people people fairness, attempted like. In, Full on life jackets yeah. and everything, and you're like, <laughs> it was it was before the TikTok craze really went wild because that would have been an epic TikTok. I mean, really, truly, you, you know, there's so many things that we, between the three of us, experienced <laughs> mm -hmm. that would be epically social media TikTok savvy. Like we would probably be able to quit our jobs, and you know, we should just go. We should that. just go reenact them all. That's what we should do. Re I, recreate and just, you know, go out and but right, yeah, exactly. I, you know, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go into that old mall. I'm just gonna set set my kayak down and be like, I just need a picture. It's just a picture <laughs> and a short video. We're talking twenty seconds, I'll be out of your hair. Well, <laughs> you know, we got smart once once cell phones became something and you know, we'd have people uh, run into the mall and or into the fountain and try to swim or dance around in that is that uh, at, at this particular mall we had a second level and so you know they'd always dance and then go running out which is a problem in and of itself but security got smart and they start responding to the upper level when things happened because they would stop the people that were filming it and then you had all the evidence you needed for what was going on because you know they were filming for and it was after two or three of these and you see them later and you go you know they're filming those from upstairs when we get the next one let's go upstairs because you're probably not going to track them that, yeah. that's the pillar they like to that's, stand that's by. right and so uh you know sometimes sometimes you know we we get smarter too when you learn certain things there's a lot of things in life we've learned that you're not going to do a second time yeah yeah that's awesome. It's well, and, true. And, and that that fountain was joyous because it had an escalator along the long side of it. So you'd go up, you know, you'd be able to go down the escalator, go up the escalator. And uh, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, that was uh, up was on the outside or on the inside and the down was on the outside. Well, I remember, I man, it must have happened several times because it just was so easy to do. But 
you had the perfect launch point for a cup of Dawn soap, mm-hmm. you know, so you could be riding up the escalator, just reach yeah. out and, and pour it directly into the fountain. And so there were so many times where we would just, that thing would just all of a sudden be suds to six feet tall. And just because someone's got Dawn just working itself in there, you know. And, yeah, that's, and, uh, that's not too good for the pumps either. Yeah. The nice part was we had a really great camera on that fountain, so you could see the arm and you could see where they were. And it's like, all right, we're, we're going to go get you. So, and, and then you'd have to cl- close it all down, empty it all. And it was actually a really popular. In fact, I think, I think we donated like, I swear it was like ten or $15,000 a year in, to charities and, and coins. You remember those buckets with the holes on the bottom? Yeah. Jill, yeah yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, well, Brenda hated, hated counting them, so that's okay. Uh, well, the, know, the banks didn't want them. They the didn't want to run through their machines when they they looked at them. No, all out with shovel and then you know figure out how to do it. Twenty stars machine would break. <laughs> you just re, you just reminded me we had a a mall with a pretty big fountain and uh, one day the security manager came in or excuse me the housekeeping manager came in with an unusual request and I told him yes and so I went down there and we had a. Uh, we had a maintenance guy in the pond with a little squeegee. You know how they would move the, the coins around to get them? And he wrote out Feliz Navidad in the, in the fountain. He pushed coins away to spend And it was actually really cute. I mean, it was like, yeah. And uh, it, it stayed that way for quite a few days before other people started trying get, to get, get enough coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's cool. remember, that's one of the signs I said of a bad property manager when you accept rent and it's all in, in wet coins. That's a, that's that means that is, they've broken is, into the maintenance <laughs> shop and yeah. stolen the coins uh, out of the fountain. They've got water up to their knees. They were in the fountain themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Or they just sat there and got their got the rent money. Oh, yeah, 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 oh, that, oh, that's quarters this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. right. That's right. So speaking of escalators, um, the mall that I worked at, the other one in Colorado Springs. Now, you this was before, uh, well, actually parkour was like becoming more and more popular, right? Yeah. And you'd see parkour people like running the wrong way up an escalator or like sliding down in between them or something or doing helicopters. Do you remember that trend? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Terrible trend. So yeah. you death, can actually death and go on, that one. <laughs> on YouTube and, f- and find escalator helicopter gone wrong and you will see the video of the gentleman he was a portly fella he wasn't like <laughs> fit like most of the most of the helicopter yeah, most most of the helicopter guys were fairly fit yeah, yeah right yeah fit so yeah. fit is important yeah he was not <laughs> um he was you know a little fuller and he decided to helicopter and as he helicoptered he managed to break the laser cut glass at the top of the escalator. Nice. Nice. Tune of $3,800. Well, there's a reason there's those panels alongside of escalators too. So you can't hang onto the handrail and take the ride up. And uh, we've all seen some of those videos or have seen them on our security tapes at different times. It's not, it's not a pretty sight. Oh yeah. We had the vet vet. We we had the, that was my introduction to a, to the mall in Colorado Springs that I went to was was uh, I think the count was like yeah we had this happen last night and she was telling the story where the fourteen year old just held onto the outside went all the way to the top and then realized oh I don't <laughs> know anywhere else I'll just let go and it was like and that's a long fall yeah and I think he broke both his ankles on yep, that one yeah that's uh... and then and then we had I had a I have a great video in fact I should find it I don't know if I could share it ever but uh, but it's uh, one of our GMs. Uh, 
so they were doing a they were doing a kids event down at the bottom, you know, and the dads signing all the papers or getting all the paperwork, and the two brothers, you can just see them staring at the at the escalator like. You should hang on the outside. No, you should hang on the outside. No, you should do it. And so then one bumps him, and he grabs on the escalator, but, like, this three-year-old doesn't let go. Like, he just keeps riding. And so the three-year-old's on the outside of the escalator, and then you can see in the video, like, the older brother's like, um, dad, dad, <laughs> hey, um, you know that, that kid that's shorter than me that's you – know, usually he's right here. Um, he's – dad, um, I, don't, I don't know if you – if you know, uh, he's – and, like, the dad's, like, got his paperwork. He's like, yeah, 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 whatever, Timmy. Yeah, I got it. Like, it's like, no, no, uh, dad. And, like, the kids get to the top. And the GM – you can see the GM sprint around the top of the – like, the top of the opening, gets to the top of the escalator, shimmies down, like, two or three steps while it's going, and then grabs the kid and picks him no. up. But right as the, as the GM is getting to the top of the escalator, the dad, like, turns around, figures out what little Timmy's been telling him, and is like, oh, no, with his arm. <laughs> Turns out, like, I'm going to catch him from 25 feet up. And it was just like, but that GM got him and walked him back. So was like, here you go, Dad. We're all, we're all okay. And, uh, but you can see, like, the little brother bumps him. And he bumps him, falls in, holds on. And it's like, that's the ride. Yeah. It's just like. Well, <laughs> what is it about escalators that attracts everybody? I don't, I don't know. You know what's, what's funny is even after clothes, when they're off and you're not supposed to be on them, they still attract everybody. I, I think it's something magical about the stairs that aren't really quite the same height as regular stairs that you can – they move and you can do whatever you want. That can and eat your shoes <laughs> and your clothes. <laughs> literally your... chew you – know, can make you naked, yes. <laughs> my, my, my wife used to work at a bank and, uh, in a mall, and she saw the security guard coming down one day, and she was leaning against the rail and got her – her britches caught in it and had to take off her pants at the bottom because it wasn't coming. <laughs> she couldn't get them pulled out and it was dragging her down. And so she, she had to strip right there. So yeah, it, 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 it very much, very much happens. I mean, like everything from like, I've seen someone's fake leg get turned all the way around on, on one, like just cause they don't realize the legs rubbing and all of a sudden <laughs> like, like there went the whole aesthetic. All right. Well, uh, we'll get that out at some point. Yeah. You know? Can, but, but are you sure it's yours? Yeah, we sure. need to, yeah. Well, uh, we don't want to verify. <laughs> what does it look like? <laughs> you, you know what? That, that, that reminds me of a story. We had a, we had a, I can't remember if it was a TV or a radio crew out, and uh, we got a call from her when she got back home, or when she got back to the station, that she had lost her tennis bracelet, she thought, while she was in the mall. And what was amazing is someone had turned in a tenant bracelet, tennis bracelet that oh. day. So we called and said, you're in luck. We actually have it here. So she came down and she looked at it and she said, as much as I want to say this is mine, it's not. This one's nicer than mine. <laughs> and so two had been lost there that day. One of them was returned to the mall office. <laughs> and, and this other lady, she said, I want to claim it. <laughs> I mean, I'd really like it, but That's not mine. Awesome. Not awesome. mine. Yeah. That's a good person right there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, didn't say like, yep, that's mine. Thanks, and walk off. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, right. that's my tennis bracelet right there. Yep, seventeen diamonds. Yes, that one's mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Merry let, Christmas yeah. to me. <laughs> let me count those. Yeah. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, that's mine. That's yeah, how yeah. many I have. Wouldn't you know I have three children. They have two birthdays each, and I have a diamond for each of those. So. <laughs> no, shit. We, we never found her stuff. Oh, that's so. well. You know, sometimes, sometimes it happens, and, and sometimes you find some of like, you know, like, I always loved the escalator side, you know, how many times keys magically didn't get ground up and made it into the bottom of the escalator. Like, oh, yeah, I dropped my keys right here. You're like, right, right here? Like, like. 
on the moving walkway that has holes underneath? Like, no? Okay, so it's like then you have to call them out on a Saturday, and you're like, all right, now i got to open the pit and go way down there and try to find these keys and then bring them back. It's like, and you'd always find them, but it's just, it's like that'll be $100, $180, actually, because yeah. it's overtime. So. Like like the little gap with the elevators. Uh, oh, yeah. There's they're, they're stuff that falls down there. Yeah. I actually lost a credit card one time. It fell right, I mean, really? hit it the, hit, hit, the, and hit the spot oh. and was gone. So wow, that's awesome. not a good thing. Well, do you, Jill, do you ha- we're uh, we're going to wrap up here, but do you have any one last uh, holiday or event or uh, you know uh, Santa experience you could send us off with? Um, you know, I will tell you that one of I'll I'll leave you with a happy story. Love it. Um, well, actually, I have to interject one funny story because I love to tell us it has nothing to do with holiday. <laughs> okay. But when we had customer service at um the mall that you and i worked at together david um they had an intercom system where they could announce like make announcements over there right a lady walks up to customer service and in case people who are listening don't know merle norman uh is a woman's cosmetic store so this lady walked up and said can you tell me where merle norman is and at that point my young man who was working guest services had no idea what it was so he got on the loudspeaker <laughs> paging Merle Norman to the guest services booth. Uh, we're looking for Norman, Norman, Merrill. Merrill, Norman, Norman, are you, you here would, in the mall? Would, are you in the mall? You, and I'm sure that lady that ran that was real excited about having her name, store, store name called out. Uh, we're cosmetics and wigs at this location. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> um, one thing I did love, though, is Black Friday, the thing about Black Friday is as much as we like complain about it because we have to get there early and do things. I, when I worked at the one mall in in Colorado Springs, we did a giveaway every hour on the hour from 10 o'clock to four o'clock. Wow. And from 11 to four. And it was a $500 gift card, but it was a menagerie of gift cards. It wasn't because we didn't have gift card programs, right? And people would enter to win, but we would dump out the names and you'd have to re-enter her because I didn't want to be calling someone at four o'clock that was there at 11. That, But the we had a DJ, we played music, and we had it was like so fun and festive. And it was like one of my f- favorite things to do because the people who received it, I would say nine out of 10 of them were just so gracious and grat and, and grateful about the fact that they won this really, cause I'd package it up, you know, in like a fun mug or whatever, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'd probably take sips of peppermint schnapps in between, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, by the, by the four o'clock drawing, you're like, this is the greatest day ever. <laughs> oh my God. I love you guys. No, but that was a fun. That was a really fun tradition. Well, did you ever go up to? Some, we used to randomly hand them out, and and you know you'd go up to say <laughs> that was death stairs. <laughs> yeah. Would Would you like a hundred dollar gift certificate? And they look at you like, what's this gonna involve? And he's like, no, trust me, it's it's. No, it's- Package on the left or package on the right? Which one do you want? You have you have a guess here. It's like no, no, no. I'm I'm not interested. I'm I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not. I'm, you probably want my name or something. I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. But we um like and it's it would be one, you know. And there's always there's always a small percentage of people, one entry per person. So this lady kept coming up, and I was like, man, this is your fifth entry. If you give me one more, I'm going to take all of your entries out and you will be disqualified for the rest of the day. I need you to follow these basic instructions. 
They're simple. We got them right here. <laughs> right here. It's on the sign. And I'm telling you, every time you've come up and try to go to a different person, I tell you. But yet, it's like, I want to talk to your boss. I'm like, well, I don't have a boss. I'm the boss. So give me your complaint. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my program. I will duly note your your conditions. So, well, on, and on that note, I appreciate it. That's really funny. That's, uh, you know, th that's probably the truth of the holiday season. You know, everybody loves a freebie and everybody loves a chance to, to, to out, out uh, with the system. You know, like uh, if it's, if it's, one, yeah, for, if it's one for, for one, it's for one for every, all. every, like, one person who did that there was like so many people who were so gracious and grateful yeah. about it well and sometimes it was really holiday changing for them like i remember giving the uh, gift card to a, a young family that we were doing a random act of kindness or whatever you want to call it the holly jolly surprise and yeah. and we came up with this young family we gave it to them it just kind of out of randomness you know just we were out that time they were out there and i mean just tears you know just crying because like they were going like we got five hundred dollars, and it was like this was a this was amazing, uh, you know. And, it is, and it really is one of the most precious things about the season that there really is a chance to 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 make a difference for those who who you know. And some of you know, it's just oh yeah, another hundred bucks to spend. But this one, I mean, there's sometimes where it's just really, you know, awesome. Yeah, can I tell you one more story? Sure. Okay, so been in the mall business for like twenty six years, and then COVID hit, and. I was like, you know what? The company went different directions. So I decided to do to take another career. So this year, every year we've bought a fake tree because when you have to spruce up like 20 to 50 trees, the last thing you want to do is spruce up one in your own house, right? Been kind of tainted about holidays for a long time. And so this year I said to my, we would, we would get real trees and we burn them in our fire pit in New Year's Eve, right? Sounds like a really cool tradition, except for the past three years, we've been on high fire danger. Yeah. So you can't burn anything. So this year I looked at my husband and I was like, babe, I want to get a pre-lit tree. And he was like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, babe, I want to put it up the day after Thanksgiving. And he was like, leave the peppermint Schwab's alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then as we're sprucing up the tree, I looked at him. I said, do you now see why I didn't want to put up a fake tree all those years I was in the mall business? Because we're like bending the branches back and everything. He's like, I understand now. <laughs> yeah. now and now I get it. Mm -hmm. Well, on that note, I, I'm glad you had a great Christmas season uh, this year with a with a pre-lit tree. Congratulations yes. on a new earmark. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for joining us. This has been such a pleasurable conversation. It's been fun to reminisce and and hear great stories. I mean, just uh, you know, shooting Santas is just you know, it's a it's a whole new level. So, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Yeah, I want to thank you both. You've been wonderful. It's been wonderful catching up. Anytime, I'm happy to come back. For just laughing yeah, and good we'll, stories but again thank you both and i have you i hope you have an amazing holiday season yeah we'll only charge you 750 dollars to be on the next time so any of you <laughs> who want to go you know if you'll come on twice we'll do 750 not 1500 dollars each time so yeah and i'm, and well, I'm gonna send you an rc helicopter <laughs> oh i love it. i'm looking for that in my stocking so very good <laughs> Thank you all for joining us today. We've had such a great time with our guest, Jill, and, and, and talking holidays. And um, uh, this week, I hope you all have a Merry Christmas uh, or whatever is your celebration du jour. Um, and we're looking forward to uh, the new year. And, uh, hey, we're going to call it Season 2 next year. So, hey, hey. hey that's a new, that's, new, that's right. new milestone for us. So thank you all very much, and uh, have a Merry Christmas from me. And done. All right, thanks, guys.